I like to see we got people in the green room back there playing bass. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey everybody, Ron Riley here along with Andrea Turnquist. Oh, you answered it right this time. Good job. I did. <laughs> For Best Coast Business Live, uh, what are we here to do? We're here to talk about awesome businesses in the uh, central California area, maybe the coast even. And, um, you know, each week we are fortunate to be joined by someone from the community that uh, represents a certain geographical region, um, usually on the first show of each month, which today is, we get Jocelyn Brennan from the South County Chambers. Um, and real quick, run real quick through the show today, we're going to have Wes and Marty from Culture Stoke uh, talk about South County leadership a little bit, and then uh, really kind of excited to talk to Kristen and Yishai uh, Horowitz. They are, if you don't know them, the owners of the Pad Climbing Gym, and they got a whole lot of other stuff going on. So uh, lots of fun stuff today oh anything going on this weekend andrea nothing at all no we know we all know everyone knows now i'm getting married Meowie. <laughs> yep, congratulations thank you thank make, you make an honest man of that boy <laughs> just kidding steve he's already great yeah all right well hey i'm you super know. pumped that everybody's here this is the first time we've had this many people this is this is the first time we've this is like brady bunch full on <gasps> we've got it but uh, all right, there she is. Jocelyn, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like it's been a while. Thanks for having me. It has. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see your face again. Welcome. Right. Well, you know, and I was just, uh, I was doing some math. Engineers do that. Um, the next time that we have you on is going to be the week after the, the big award show. Right. Uh, I call it an award show. Now, not everything's a show. <laughs> feels like it, right? <laughs> but the big, uh, big awards night, and um, our other guest is Cassie D, who's who's another nominee. So it could be a a, a fun day all together. Perfect. I know, I know. So uh, first question, then, right, right? When when's the big award shindig? What's going on with that? The big award shindig is um, October 6th, so it's coming up here in about three weeks. This is our annual dinner that people who are familiar with the South County and with the Chamber is normally in January. So we pushed it to October because of COVID and we will be um, at Loriana again, but we will be outside and it's just beautiful. It's going to be, they're, they're going all out. We're going to have all sorts of beautiful lighting and waterfalls. So I'm, I'm actually really happy that it, that it moved to the fall and that we moved outdoors. So it will be entirely outdoor event and we will be announcing the 2020 business of the year, the 2021 business of the year. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always excited to do that. And at the chamber, we're always, you know, celebrating businesses and promoting businesses, but this year especially is just really special because the businesses have been through so much. So we are looking forward to getting together with 300 people from the business community and just celebrating how resilient our businesses have been and how important they are to everything in our community and celebrating the employees and, um, just having a, a fun night. So we'll um, announce those two awards. We'll also announce the Ken Talley Youth Service Award. So that's an award that goes to someone who has really served the youth in our community. And again, that's been really important during the pandemic um, as it's been really challenging with school being closed. And that comes with $1,000 for that um, awardee's 
Youth Organization of Choice. And then we will also celebrate our ambassador of the year. So that's someone from the Chamber Ambassador Committee who has just served, you know, super faithfully for um, the last year and, and helped support the businesses and support the chamber. So we will be celebrating all those things. We'll be having dinner from field to table. Right. We'll have, be having beer and wine, just a little. And, cool. uh, and we will be um, introducing our board of directors, of which Ron is one of our board of directors. Um, and I should also mention that the business of the year for 2021 is selected from the nine businesses of the month from 2021, mm-hmm. which uh, the very first business of the month for 2021 in January was Gary Taylor and Associates. So uh, yeah. that is a public vote um, and it's online and it closes on the 15th. So we're encouraging everyone to go on and vote for their, their favorite business. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So- I rock my vote. Is there like a really easy link for that that people can remember? Because one thing that's cool about it is there there is the the video where you're interviewing the, the business person and it's kind of a nice way to figure out what's going on with each of the businesses. Yeah, that is a great question. So if you go on our web- website on southcountychambers.com and I always encourage people to um, be sure to put the S on there, then they can go to... Um, at the top of the page. Didn't mean to put you on the spot there. Yes. They're going to go to resources. Then you're going to go to nominate a business of the month. And then you're going to go to 2021 business of the year. And you click on that. And there is a little write up about each business. And then there's also a video um, Mm -hmm. with each business. So there's a video of you and I, Ron. And then there's another one. I should say who all the runners are. So it's also Pismo Beach Vet Clinic. Food for Less in AG, Green Clean Machine, Mm -hmm. Digital West, The Spoon Trade, and Grover Beach Sourdough. We combined them because they're under the same ownership. Avila Bay Athletic Club, Art in the Park at Dinosaur Caves, and Burke and Pace Lumber. Awesome. awesome. I I think we've had about a third of them on the show, so we'll endeavor to do better next time. But (laughs) that's, that's awesome stuff. Thank you for sharing all that. And, um, it's going to be a really fun night. I didn't know we had, I, uh, 300 people sounds like a lot right now. Like I was thinking it was like a hundred, 150. So 300. Yeah. So normally we have 350. So we're paring it down and then they have, I, I want to say like two or three manicured acres there. Mm-hmm. And so we will be, um, spaced out and, um, mm-hmm. socially distanced as, as much as possible. And, and it will be outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, at the last one I attended, you, you, you seated me next to uh, to Bob Bob Peralt, who I love the, the old city manager of, of Grover Beach, and um, his wife Debbie, who does a lot for Cuesta College, and then I think Jill Stearns was at that table too. And so uh, there's a lot of questions about development that night at at, uh, at Cuesta College. It was a lot of fun. So okay. this year GTA has an entire table, so we're just we're bringing the party this year. There's ten. Yeah. Of- yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, that's obviously one really fun thing coming up. Uh, now, the Ken Talley Youth Award, the Services Award, is that for an individual that's a younger person, or is that somebody that's serving? It's usually them? for someone who serves youth. So, in the past, it's been like a coach or a mentor. Last year, the ro- the um, director of the robotics program at AG High was the winner. So, someone that just volunteers their time. We tend to not um, award it to someone who that's their job, although that, that that's not an automatic disqualifier, but someone who who volunteers their time to serve the youth in, in South County. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so there's uh there, there's an event tomorrow. Yes. We oh. have some of the guests of honor here today, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about tomorrow. Yes, I will. Um, so uh, we have our monthly breakfast, and tomorrow is our, our breakfast at Inn at the Pier. We're out on the rooftop there. It's beautiful. You can hear the waves crashing. Sometimes we get a little dew on us because it's uh, doors open at 7.30, and Inn at the Pier does a beautiful breakfast and coffee for us. And then the program starts at 8, and we have um, Marty Imes from Culture Stokes speaking. He's going to talk about uh, how to keep a positive company culture during this time coming out of COVID. It's, you know, a challenge. And then he's going to talk a little bit about how to attract talent because we know that's a big challenge for our businesses right now. They're all kind of struggling with that. Um, and then we will also have Michelle Shoresman, who is the public information officer for Slow County Public Health. And she's going to give us a COVID update and answer questions about uh, COVID guidelines and things like that. And Marty will also talk a little bit about Leadership South County as he is the director of our program. Cool. And how long does that last tomorrow? <laughs> it's from 7.30 to what? To nine. We end right at nine. And there's free parking downtown in Pismo until 10. So you can park anywhere. Um, and we're at, in at the pier rooftop. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. So, so uh, I got a good story. So the last the last breakfast at the Inn at the Pier rooftop. Um, first of all, that that day I somehow ended up parking right next to Cassie D uh, from Nan's Pre-owned Books, right? And so we've been talking. We we are always seeing each other at, at these events, and we take selfies with everybody except we've never taken one together. <laughs> and so we're like, we're gonna get one together today. Well, she ended up being the only person that had a door prize for that day, and they picked my card. So I got perfect. A bottle of wine from Cassie, and we got our selfie. And if it was a twist top, I was going to open it and take a drink. <laughs> it wasn't that classy. Now you just need to keep a wine opener with you at all times because you never know. Who says I don't? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, Jocelyn, we, we really appreciate you and um, lots of really awesome things going on. And I know the next time that we uh, all get together, we'll have good things to laugh about and some, some things to talk about and celebrate, I think. So yeah. Thank you. All for right. your okay. Thank you, Jocelyn. Thanks. And congrats, Andrea. Thank you. <laughs> oh. All right. That's fun. Right. That's fun. Yeah. She's always got so much energy and positivity and stuff to talk about too. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like getting the old band back together. That was nice. <laughs> Going back to our roots. Loved exactly. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talking about okay, so Marty's gonna talk tomorrow or Culture Stokes gonna talk tomorrow about um helping people recruit, helping people with culture in weird pandemic times. That's strange. I could swear I was on the phone with him yesterday talking about those same things for my company. <laughs> so a uh, very timely discussion, and uh we'll be uh Excited to invite Marty and Wes to come on as soon as Fred can make that happen for us. Uh, any moment now would be good. Uh, in the meantime, yeah. So, hey, before I before I introduce Marty and Wes, you know, I, I had the pleasure of being in the second leadership group um, for South County Chambers. And um, uh, it was really strange. It was is a great experience mm -hmm. if you're going to go through the first part of a pandemic, going through it with a group of leaders like that and uh, a bunch of problem solvers and people that are looking to do things in the community. I 
I totally suggest it. So we're still in a pandemic and we got more leadership groups coming. I'd, I'd encourage people to sign up. Just saying. Good. Yeah. So Marty, Wes, welcome. Thank you very much for having this or I'll say it on behalf of myself. Thank you, Wes. I'll let you <laughs> chime in. Cool. You can always talk. You can always talk for me, Marty. I'm cool with that. I'm very cool with that. That's how I feel about Ron. <laughs> like, go ahead. Have at it, please. Yeah. I just need to mute myself occasionally. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Again. You guys haven't met? Not face to face. You're like best friend works for them. I know. My work wife, and Gabby's, Gabby's my girl. And she's helping me with the wedding and everything. Wow. We're all connecting. Right. Well, well, hey, I, I, I just wanted to grab a little bit of time with you guys. I'm a little bit, um, you know, not ashamed, but that we haven't done this sooner because uh, you guys certainly made 2020 a heck of a lot better for me and the Rileys and GTA in general. And so I thank you for, for that and the experience, not only the book learning and all that, but just like as far as getting to know two really awesome people that are going to, uh, give you all they got to to help you navigate through times that are good and times that are bad. You guys are are right up there, you know. So uh, thank you for that. Yeah. So you know, what are you guys going to talk about tomorrow? What's what's going on with leadership? Perfect. Maybe the lay of the land. Absolutely. So tomorrow um, at the end of the pier, you're going to focus on helping share some strategies for organizations on one how to attract. At great people, particularly at this day and age where there's more job openings and people actively looking for work. So some opportunities to leverage this unique situation to really not only attract great people, but also more importantly, keep the great people that you do have while growing them simultaneously with your with your business. Um, we'll also talk about Leadership South County in regards to what the program looks like for the year ahead, in addition to the focus areas, what things people can expect, what might be a little different than the years past, and also get a dive into answering any questions that might be associated with one, leadership development of for oneself or one's team, in addition to anything that might come up in regards to building a great place to work. How long have you guys been partners and how long have you owned the company? Yeah, I actually started the company out of love and kind of by accident back in 2016. And in 2019, teamed up with my great buddy, Wes, to expand some, some additional efforts. And we're just at such a joy to be able to work with cool and interesting and amazing people. That's so cool. We're, we're actually friends from high school. Um, and we kind of, uh, you know, our paths went this way for a bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then we, we reconnected, I think on LinkedIn or something, uh, several years ago and found that we both had this passion and, and it just kind of fit. So, uh, it's, it's been really cool and uh, we're, we're happy and, and just ecstatic to serve this, this community that we love so much. And we think that this is how we can, you know, have a positive impact, uh, particularly right. through the leadership group. So uh, my experience in leadership, uh, first of all, I, I, when I applied in 2019 or whatever it was, I, I didn't envision so many people at one time. And um, at first I was a little unsure, like, how's that going to work out? I think we ended up with like 21, 22 in the group. 
And uh, I'll say that that number of people gives you like a really great cross section of leaders of all different types in our community and and really gives a lot of perspective to different issues that are going on around here and a lot of different ways to, to solve problems. Um, so anyway, I, I, that's just a um, shameless plug for, for, for that. So um, applications are going right now. You're aiming for how many people this time around? Yeah, we're going to be intentionally keeping the class size at 20. Um, right now, like you mentioned, we really want there to be an opportunity for people to develop deep and lasting relationships. Right. Been through some similar leadership develop, development programs. And I think the sweet spot is around 20. Other programs I've been involved with, it's me connect with about half of the class, but the other half you might not get to know as well. So the idea is that everyone is able to not only leverage each other's kind of unique experience and background to solve some and address some creative and challenging issues, but to really want to be informed and engaged is really an essential part of contributing to the prosperous and sustainable community that we live in. And the more that we can kind of lean on each other to help be proactive in solving those problems, all the better. So the main mission, um, I'd say, of the program is really to provide the opportunity for emerging leaders to build their skills, become more familiar with regional issues and opportunities and challenges, and really connect with those leaders that are in um, positions today or in the future to help guide and pace the direction of our of our community. When does so, it start? Sorry, sorry, Ron. No, you're good. When does the class uh, leadership start? program will officially kick off in January with a two day or two night of or an overnight retreat at Santa Margarita's Oak Creek Lodge. And then after the retreat in January, we'll be meeting for nine months at the first uh, Friday of the month where we'll dive into a leadership development workshop focused with engaged conversations with local leaders and talking about regional issues that come up that we might be able to not only anticipate, but also positively influence as well. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited. (laughs) I know I I got, I got a two part question here and then, and then I'll shut up and let you ask more questions. Uh, uh, Two part question. So one is I'd I'd like to hear briefly from both of you. What, what, what is it about your background that, that made you feel that you had a lot to share as far as teaching leadership and sharing that um, with people? And then the second part of the question is, do you have, an idea of some of the places or topics that you might visit in this year's um, endeavor. Wes, feel free to start it off, my man. All right, uh, cool. You know, uh, it's funny you you ask that. Um, I was a little bit late to the leadership game. I like to say I lived my life backwards. Uh, I got married very young. I had kids very young, and then I found a career, and then I went to school, um, and. Uh, <laughs> It was, it's a cool journey. I, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, but I think what really sparked it for me was this idea that leaders are the ones that hold the cultural container in organizations and they're the ones that set the tone. And my assessment, I just, I feel like it's something that we don't equip people for. And so I spent a lot of time studying about the, the impacts that leadership can have on people's lives. And then just found that the 
a lot of people are thrust into these leadership positions because they were really technically good at a job that they did, but they weren't taught on these skills on what does it actually mean to lead people. And that's where I found my passion was, was helping those folks do that, do that because that's how they can impact people's lives. You know, if, if you're over people, if you, if you have people that are under you, I mean, you think about the, the term leadership, you, you can't lead without people following you. And so those are people that are in your care and in your stead. And if you're ill-equipped to do it, nobody wins in that scenario. And so that's really what, where, where my passion came from, because I think it's the way that we can change the world. And we can also make work not a four-letter word. Wait, work is a four-letter Doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so that's why, that's why I got into it. Marty? Yeah, similar to Wes, um, I was actually uh, found myself after graduating college in my first leadership role in 2007 and didn't necessarily have the knowledge or skills to be successful in leadership. Oftentimes, I thought it was more about managing tasks and not so much about empowering people to give them the knowledge, skills, confidence, and resources to be successful on their own. So through a variety of uh, instances that I look back and cringe upon, um, I've kind of... I've, was ultimately a student of leadership and trying to improve my skills so I could help other people be more effective. And my leadership philosophy is the idea that leaders make other people better. And so if we can give them, give people the skills that they can uh, use to be successful at home or at work or in the community, then everyone wins. So I'll just yeah, keep it at I that. agree fullheartedly. So Marty, I have a question for you. Who, who's, what's this about Simon? I don't know how to say it. Cynic, Cynic, and his why? What's that all about? Yes. Tell me more. Yes, absolutely. So I, uh, Wes and I are both very big fans of Simon's, um, particularly where when oftentimes decisions are made by people, not necessarily out of logic, but based upon emotion. And oftentimes emotion doesn't necessarily have a capacity for language. And the way that people can be inspired and to find a bigger meaning and impact is to start with why why a decision is being made, why we're going in a particular direction, and then get really specific about how that shows up and what that action specifically is. So the idea, if you start with the intention and then build a case around that particular action, then more often than not, you can invite people along the along the journey who are who see or want to develop the world that or live into the vision that you see for, mm, for them, for the world, et cetera. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, I bugged her to ask, ask that. Cause I was, I don't know, for maybe the eighth time listening to, um, you know, start with why last night. So yeah. Anybody that knows me knows that I, I, I claim to have the, the audible MBA, right? So audible is my best friend in the middle of the night. I listened to so many books, uh, <laughs> I can't even bring myself to li listen to fiction anymore. I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know. I always have to be learning, even if I'm trying to fall asleep, you know. So anyway. <laughs> anyhow. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, guys, we, we appreciate you. And of course, you know, I would um, be remiss if I didn't say that uh, my company, Garing Taylor and Associates, we work directly with, with Culture Stoke. Um, my leadership team, we've gone through, I think, a series of five or six meetings already, and we've got an engagement to do maybe another 90 days at least um, and uh, helping us build systems, helping us build our talent pipeline, um, things that are very challenging to folks 
in all all sorts of business here on the Central Coast, I think. And uh, uh, we couldn't couldn't be more uh, grateful for the help that you've given us. And, and we do appreciate it. And thank you again for showing up today. And uh, gentlemen, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I won't personally be there at the breakfast tomorrow, but uh, you will be seen by many. It will be great. Can't wait to hear about it. And uh, of course, I'll see you guys at Loriana uh, at awards tonight. So. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate for it, y'all. Appreciate Thank you, you so too. much. Yeah. Bye. Ciao. Yeah, yeah. So. Where are you going in the morning? Why aren't you going to be there? Uh, you know, there's this like, I don't know, there's a virus out there. I don't know if you heard about it. Oh, there's yeah. It. Yeah. I forgot we're still in a pandemic thing. No. Well, you know, my mother-in-law, she's got that. Um, I don't know. She's got an immune thing. Oh, yes. So we have to be very cautious. Yeah. And I don't know. I got two two little vectors at home that mm-hmm. bring home enough stuff. So oh, and I'm going, I don't, I don't want to not have the chance to go to a wedding this weekend. Oh, thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah. Know. Ah! Me, me and 68 of your best friends. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> let's keep moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> let's just keep moving forward. Just keep Good. moving forward. Stop reminding me. Today. I'm I know. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the as children as vectors because they definitely are. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, they are. Mine, mine especially. They put their hands over everything and then they stick their hands right in their mouth. And yeah, so yeah, it's the age. Some right. things don't get old. Or well, don't, don't. why do I have to wash my hands? Like, just wash your hands. I do a smell check. Nice. Mm, nice. <laughs> uh, li- literally, both of my kids have done that one where they said, I scratched my butt and it, my hand doesn't stink. Do I have to wash it? Like, <laughs> oh, I-, I can one up you on that. Oh, I can one up you on that. It's terrible. One of our girls, she like wipes her butt and she's all, Can you smell it and make sure it's clean? I'm like, no, <laughs> I cannot smell it and make sure it's clean. <laughs> Someone in the public is going to be like, hey, girl, are you the one that makes him do that? Just overdo it with the cleaning, you know? Just don't, don't wow, wow. I didn't specify which one. Oh, good. <laughs> so we haven't even introduced you all yet. No, we did so a little glad. preview earlier, but go ahead. You guys you guys have been really patient in the in the green room, as we say. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, you know, you guys sent over some pre, I thought they were um fun bios of course i didn't put one in front of me andrea do you have them in front of you no ah i barely have myself in front of this camera <laughs> right i know i know well hey uh, i can have it i can pull it up i really like the pictures you guys sent over too they're fun cool. Thanks. okay so here, here it is so you know it, i feel like a lot of the community knows Kristen and Ishai, but um, so Kristen, CEO of the pad climbing and all out events, which all out events, I'm going to have some questions on, mm-hmm. um, gained her business acumen working for small, uh, women owned businesses in college and grad school is a serial, serial volunteer and fixer. Gee, what's yes. that like? And can be found trying to learn how to do a headstand to keep up with her twin five-year-olds out in the field or out in the field with her dog working livestock. So Twin five-year-olds, mine are four and six, right there doing headstand. Every other second, Scarlett's asking me, how many seconds was my handstand? How many seconds was my handstand? Nice. Yes. Yeah. And then Yishai, Yishai, I haven't, I haven't had the, the pleasure of meeting yet. So he, he's actually the chief business mm-hmm. development and founder 
uh, of the pad climbing and all out events audaciously believes things can be done and then ask people who to let them do it. I don't know. I'll let him explain that later, but they shockingly say yes more than no. And uh, he has produced outdoor human powered events locally, nationally, and even internationally when he wasn't learning how to weld or use SketchUp to create another community space for the Central Coast. We love community spaces and SketchUp around where I'm at. Uh, And when he's not doing any of that, he's either taking the kids to play dates or adventuring by land, bike, or sea. You like my, my band? That's the master's degree in English. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, and, and Kristen, you know, you have some other things that I think are great on your LinkedIn profile, and I might drop drop those little things as we go. But thank you all for joining us today. And um, you know, so usually we want to kind of shine light on businesses that or people that if you don't know, you probably should know in this area. And I feel like I never knew you guys before, and I'm really glad that you're here and um, explain how all this got started and 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 how we're here in the pad. And you know, it's funny. he sure. says I'm supposed to do it, but well, I only fix things. He starts them. <laughs> sure. Um, in 30 seconds or less. No, I'm just kidding. Whew, 30 seconds yeah. or less. Okay. Pick a, pick a good so... starting point and a stopping point and fill us in. <laughs> all right. So it started. Um, I moved to slow to go to school and I was looking around for a place to climb inside and I wasn't super happy with the uh, existing facility. And I just gone to New Zealand and they had this like cool, I'll call it a cooperative kind of climbing gym in some dude's barn outside of Christchurch. So that was really cool. I'm like, you know what? I bet that would work here. So I rallied some friends together and somehow I convinced the pre, I don't know how many generations of managers at uh, Alamo self-storage to rent us a spot and let us build a climbing wall in there. I I don't know how they let us do it. The nineties were a different time. Yeah. Early (laughs) two thousands. There were midriffs. There were illegal climbing wet gyms. (laughs) So somehow, somehow we, we, we got approved and we built this little climbing wall uh, and it was super underground. It had no formal like legal status or structure. We didn't have insurance. It was nothing, nothing. There was a heavy metal band that practiced right next to us. And when, esoteric, if anyone knows them. Yeah, out there. They make guitars now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so when they would start playing, their amps would draw all the power from our like old fluorescent lights that all our lights would go out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd either climb by headlamp or we'd be done for the night oh so. wow it's like first rule about fight club you don't talk about fight club we literally that was our totally thing bad. where you know, <laughs> in the green room prior i said like oh marty you were a patty he's like yeah and oh. it was kind of a joke where if you don't know about us it's because you're not supposed to yeah we actually had like slow up sucks don't try it which is what it was really called and like all kinds of stuff like that. Like it was very like, shh, only if you're cool. Wow. It's <laughs> because it was a 400 square foot space. <laughs> so. Got it. Yeah. So, so there's, uh, I have two uh, partners in my business and I told Kristen before that they pre COVID, they were always down there always uh, talking about how fun it was like great way to work out. And um, when I was having a conversation with Kristen, I said, you know, my, my 
body type is just one that I don't, I don't like climbing just isn't a thing for a guy whose bottom half weighs more than, than his top half. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, Oh, that just means you're not ready for it. So that's cool. Or, you know, something pretty blase like that. <laughs> I was like, all right, dang, I feel like she just challenged me. So, so <laughs> try it. <laughs> right. No, you're right. I should try it. And I'm looking at pictures on your guys' website and stuff, and it looks really, really darn cool. Um, what What is the range of different kinds of people that are signing up to try to do this? And yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's that's the thing is that I wasn't actually trying to challenge you. I I <laughs> The thing that's the, probably the only reason I really love doing it, um, before this, I was an English professor and I like loved changing the world by giving people voices and telling yeah. them that they were better and showing them what they could do out there and like what they could accomplish if they applied themselves. And climbing is very much that was that for me because I too do not have a strong climbing body type. I'm bigger. I actually, it turns out I have like this collagen disability that makes me get surgeries almost every other year to fix stuff. And it was the community that put me there. And so, you know, like, it may not be your time in life to try it, or maybe perhaps it's just not your interest because you've got other hobbies, but you know, we've got, I had a nanny who was extremely overweight and didn't have a community and didn't know what to do with herself. And it was largely because she just didn't, you know, and she met that community and they didn't judge her. They were all like perfect little climbing bodies and women in their twenties and they adopted her. And she actually, instead of staying and climbing, she got into like the gym across the way and started doing like it's it's functional fitness like kind of crossfit workout like what would you oh. um it's functional fitness and and she like dropped weight got strong and like yeah. it's you don't know what it's it's going to do for you so you know like we've had older people who do it for challenges um right. go to the top of a, a problem he you know how old was he like retired age i can't remember oh god i'm embarrassing myself i can't remember what his name is i totally know him because you're thinking about it when anyway i know um but anyway, he, he did a challenge where he had to go get money at the top for a TV oh, commercial. Yeah, okay. oh, I'm totally spacing on it. And um, he gets down to the bottom and he was so excited. He's a he could not, yeah. And oh, he okay. just couldn't believe how well he'd done. And like, Aww. it was like life shifting. So that's when we say that it's, it's, if you don't have proximity to rock climbing right? and you walk into something, you just want to, we want to see what you can do, or you're looking for a community that you are looking for somebody who's like-minded, who's like in pursuit of something. That's what it is. It's not necessarily like being the best climber. Like if you are the best climber, I don't need to have this conversation with you. <laughs> yeah. What about no, if you're afraid of heights? Sorry, Ron. No, no, no it's okay. There, there's a harness. So I don't think I'd be all that upset about that. But the, I, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm just afraid that I, I, I pull up and then here comes some eight-year-old that just blitz. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my five-year-old will blitz yeah. you. It's, yeah. Oh. But see, that's the thing is that you, it, it's another place where you have to be egoless, which is beautiful. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, that's like, okay. yeah. If I can interject. Yeah, sorry. Um, it's actually kind of a cool thing that you see at a climb at, at our gym at, right. you know, and in really any climbing area. Um, you see, you know, adults that are attorneys, whatever, doctors, you know, professionals. And then you see these little kids that are climbing just as well or better than they are and they're they're equals and and there's a lot of there's a beautiful thing that happens to those kids that right. they, they're like wait a second i can actually you know converse with these adults i i have a i have a place here and yeah. so it, it really elevates kids um to to a different level mm -hmm. so i think i think that's a pretty unique i can't thing i can't think of any any other kind of workout where um the whole family literally could potentially be involved and the kids could actually be 
better for I mean, me. It's the only workout where yeah. literally people cheer you on. And if you fail, yeah. they still cheer you on too. Like they're right. like, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, or then yeah. they make fun of you. That works too. So, just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah. so can you tell me like a little bit about, uh, you know, it's 18 months of just weirdness. Right. So hmm. did, did you guys totally close? What? Yeah. You know, we were closed for 14 of the pandemic months and hobbled for most of the rest of them. Uh, so that was a good time. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um, <laughs> and, and so how closer is it? Is it to happening again? Or does it feel like it's happening again? Or people you know, slow is rebounding. Um, the interesting thing is that prior to this, we had built the gym a little family friendly, but we I was never into the youth programming because mm-hmm. I needed to serve our members who were usually young adults and professionals. Right. And we were allowed to operate as long as we operate under the county's guidelines for camps, which we did. So we operated youth camps, but it was climbing teams. And those kids had stability where they had none that entire year. And it became so important to me. And I'm, we're really proud, like at both our gym locations that survived the pandemic because one was closed. Um, they sent kids to nationals, which is a big deal because all the other all over the country, every other gym every other climbing gym was able to operate all 49 states except for california so to be able to send two all 49 yeah all 49 states didn't have states. i'm talking about oh, we're the one that was oh, closed okay. so Sorry. it was kind of beautiful <laughs> that we were able to send our kids to something and they that were is cool yeah. So just uh just background for so nationals um climbing is it's an Olympic sport. It made its debut in the in well the 2020 slash 2021 Olympics. Okay. And there's um there's national championships. So the best climbers from all over the country go and right. compete against each other. So thank you. That's what it was. Sorry. Where was it held this year? It was in Reno this year. Reno? Yeah. Really? Okay. So uh it, that's a, so. Do you get people that like compete at American Ninja Warrior that come through there too? Yeah, actually, yeah. One of our one of our investors is uh, oh. the Van Ninja. The Van Ninja on Instagram. <laughs> he made it to finals. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. I just saw that they have a kids one now, or like a junior adult. Uh, that makes oh, sense. It's a good idea. Ninja to tell our children because they'll probably train for it. Fun <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? You know? Okay. Half maybe even more than half the people that are watching and listening. I mean, there's literally billions of them out there have probably never been into a gym like this before. What, what should they expect the first time they come in? No, you. You you sign a waiver, right? You sign a waiver. It basically (laughs) says I acknowledge it's dangerous. So when I see you and say, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So when you first walk in, I can't answer for every gym. Uh, yeah. I can answer for you know our gym and gyms I've been to. Mm-hmm. But you first walk in, uh, you're generally greeted with a smile and a welcome. And uh, hey, you interested in climbing? Um, great. We hand you an iPad and you fill out your waiver. And like Kristen said, it just acknowledges risk. <laughs> um, and then we generally give you a tour. So we have we have two main components we have bouldering which is climbing a lower height uh, without a rope but there's a big foam floor beneath you um, so if you fall doesn't hurt you, you know we show you how to land and everything like that and we have a ropes area so that we have uh it's taller walls and you have to have a harness on and either be clipped into an auto belay or a top rope uh to do it safely and then we also have a workout area. So we have two weight rooms. Um, 
we have two yoga studios. One is currently being used as a physical therapy room. Um, but then, yeah, we get, we offer free shoes. So there's special climbing shoes that you use. Uh, they're, it's just kind of a sticky rubber. I mean, they're not like sticky to touch, but they're sticky on the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, people take those home. No, you uh, can I mean, buy some you can buy them. Like yeah. We support the mountain air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we have free rentals. Uh, they're kind of, they're not great shoes. I'll be honest. They're intentionally not great <laughs> yeah. so that you purchase your own. Yeah. <laughs> but we do lower, the, the goal is to lower barriers yeah, to entry. So lower barriers. harnesses are free. Yeah. We're learning a lot free. about your business model. Okay, got it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> we, we try you to know, get you hooked. I actually do. <laughs> I, I want to like tie back to the culture thing because I thought it was beautiful yeah, that yes. you put them on it because that's something that we're really into. And, yeah. you know, we're so fortunate that we don't have a hard time hiring people. And the people that we hire yeah. are the most amazing individuals. And, yeah. and I'm so grateful that when you are received, they see you, who you are that day. And right. they're literally hired because they're curious about your story and how they can help you. And yeah. it is, it's, I love going there. My children like to go there and work with beside them because <laughs> yeah. it's just a really beautiful place. Yeah. And like, I can't emphasize enough getting support on the culture if you right. are struggling because even, you know, employee, I love being around my employees and the fact that I love that. And then our, the people that visit feel that too. And that's why we're doing, we're doing, we're rebounding as well as we are, I think. You know, your, your tribe is really well-defined, right? And, and there's, there's not a whole lot of places to go climbing, like, right. So I, I feel like, um, you know, because this is an engineering area, like everyone's like, oh, you can just get all kinds of people out of Cal Poly. Well, no, they like to go other places and make more money and maybe come back someday. Right. But, um, you know, uh, the, the, it's obvious that you guys have intentionally built culture. I mean, you've got more, way more than one location. How many locations do you have? Uh, not way more. We, we, have, have, we have two. We have two. We, we had a Santa Maria location that we had close. 300% more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we are working on two more We're right working now. on two more right now, though, so you never know. <laughs> Where do you guys want to open up? So you're presently in San Luis and Santa Maria? No, we're in San Luis and Las Vegas. Yeah. We acquired oh. a gym in Las Vegas right at the beginning of at the at the beginning right of the pandemic. So right that's been festive. And then we're like, yeah, hey, we got it. Oh, we're gonna get punched in the face. Yeah. And no aid for that one, which you yeah. know, we wanted to talk about funding. Right. But one of the biggest things that has bothered me throughout this whole pandemic is that it's entirely access to getting aid and to getting support. And I've had to work with um small business owners who are just overwhelmed. And again, thank God for my staff that were able to give me space to be able to work on this. Right. I've had, I have four separate entities and of those entities, only one got enough money to really survive the p- pandemic. Oh yeah. And then the Las Vegas location got nothing. And we've been trying to get reconsideration for 18 months and they were not even in their system. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, I, it, I just want to say that because there's people out there who are struggling and that story is not out there. Yeah. It's really important that it has nothing to do with you being a better at filling out forms. It has right. nothing to do with who you are or what your business is. It's that system is so overwhelmed and all these systems are so overwhelmed that like, I had the privilege to be able to fight for what we got, mm. but otherwise we wouldn't be here. But there's so many companies that went under and it has nothing to do with the quality of the company. And it's frustrating. Right. Thanks for giving me the platform. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so I, I, I've seen you post some things about some legislation that's maybe being asked to, to provide relief to, is it, is it climbing gyms in general or is it's it gyms act? No, it's, okay. it's any, any fitness facility. Yeah. Um, you know, and- 
So where are we at with that? Are people voting on that today? Did I miss- um, you know, unfortunately, the I, I have not had a front seat to understand what's going on there. I recently wrote to Rep Carbajal and haven't heard back. Okay. Um, but what I understand is there's a lot of co-sponsors signed on. So it's probably in process because I know that they have sessions. I right. just don't know what it takes to get on the floor and for that vote. But it means that I can't remember. I think it's 75 percent of 2019's um, income would be supplied to gyms to restart and continue. But again, the longer it goes, mm-hmm. the less it's going to save people. So it's it's right. really an unfortunate situation. And, you know, restaurants got that aid. We had a lobbyist through this that works with California government and he had a re- the restaurant account and we got further with climbing gyms, but we didn't get much. So, okay. you know, it's an, it's an interesting, it's again, everyone's just so overwhelmed and there's just not enough staff and, you know, the funds are actually there. It's just no access to it. Yeah. So is, is there something that the business community or just people that are interested in these kind of gyms can be doing to help? Like, I, I understand the Vegas location has a struggle, right? Like, yeah. Is there somebody they could be writing to? Is there no, anything like not that? on the central coast? Um, you know, we have really supportive legislators in Carbajal and uh, Laird. So mm-hmm. in those ways, we've got support. Um, but if you want to support gyms that are based out of state or friends gyms, making sure that those um, legislators are signed in on as co-sponsors to that. And there's there's form letters if you go to the Gyms Act. I can't remember what the website is, but okay. you Google Gyms Act. It's it's findable. Gyms Act. So, yeah. Got it. Be nice to be treated equitably. You know, that's the one, the the one industry, like they supported restaurants, they supported shuttered venues. There's a lot, but unfortunately gyms really got hit and you know, that's, you know, how the pandemic works and we have to paint with a broad brush and it's great to have. And it's unfortunate because the mental health that went through all of the COVID, you know, pandemic stuff Mm -hmm. that you would think that people can get into a gym and work it out, stress it out, climb up do something so that's right i just yeah well i actually again thanks to the lobbyist um i i've been able to have high level conversations with some of the top brass in california mm-hmm. and i think one of the things that's interesting is is public health isn't just like people say you're not following the science or like mental health is better they're looking at the whole pattern of individuals so they can't make they can't say you can go indoors here for this purpose because the minute they do that then they don't let you go indoors for other things because it was really frustrating uh, climbing gyms have been identified as low risk activity, indoor activity during the pandemic for a number of reasons, but we can't get an exception because we have to follow the pattern that they're trying to create for everyone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's so much deeper and harder than we all think it is. So, you know, and thank God, how many people are out there buying bikes and riding and hiking and, mm-hmm. you know, and so there's opportunities, thank God for California, at least you're not in the middle of Arizona in the middle of the summer, right. you can't do anything. Yeah, that's right. Now, it w- um, before we get to all out events, did, did I remember? Was there a time that when you guys were closed, you just kind of was it a private club? Is that something that people? No, that wasn't allowed. No, okay. we we yeah. we have always wanted to honor the intent behind whatever the legislation and advice was. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, no, we, the only thing we did was follow guidelines for youth programming. So that was the only thing that operated at the times that we were closed. Got it. Got it. Yeah. No, that makes a ton of sense. Um, I, I know that uh, when everybody thought we were opening up like last November, mm-hmm. um, I know the, the gyms that, you know, my family go to in the Sacramento area and some of the other gyms down here, they just decided to stay open for the duration of it. And then uh, anyways, I fully support their right to be able to do that thing. You know, all, all the, 
mental health aspects and all those things that Andrea was talking about. I, I got to say, your guys' um, whole compound, right? I mean, you, you've, you've got this place where you've got goats. Uh, yeah. We would talk about, you know, the, uh, what can, the Australian shepherds, right? Um, <laughs> you, you know, the rats, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you, the rats, that's right. I mean, every, almost everything that you guys have is something that I would consider a great mental health tool especially if you're going to be in a pandemic, right? So and twins, right? Oh yeah. They're great mental health. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, okay. Before all out events, just one quick thing about that then. So yeah. t- tell me about twins navigating two different kinds of businesses in pandemic. And then like, like literally what, what Kristen, what are you doing during the day that, that is helping with, you know, all that stuff that's got to be piling up in your head. Squishing it down. <laughs> so much down. No, I'm yeah. not doing, I have no space for that, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty challenging. I mean, during the, you know, when, when the initial kind of COVID thing broke out in March 2020, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there, you know, there's that, everything was closed for that three month period. Um, we just kind of divided and conquered deal you know mm-hmm. like i would take the kids and we would have a have a daddy day and go and do things and kristen would do what she could and then we would kind of swap and do what i could it was just yeah just doing anything to try and stay afloat basically and try and not go absolutely nuts but no it's it's hard i mean it definitely put a lot of stress on right on every one and us and I, you know i i should say there is one self-care thing that i've taken i've done this entire time which isn't entirely self-care hmm. um when i get internalized where i want to have kind of a victim mentality or i want to feel helpless i try to turn yeah. around and help so yeah. i ended up forming a coalition of rock climbing gyms <laughs> in california and that's why i hired the lobbyist so i felt like i was at least fighting for yeah. someone other than myself right you know and even that even now um i'm really i'm having a really hard time because the changing conditions and trying to keep the biggest gym alive. So here, I have to promote them. Yep. We're doing okay. so cleanup, eco slows cleanup. Um, okay. I do talks and help the industry out a lot. And then, um, you know, like we're working with uh, the Facebook group help slow to get little free yeah. pantry. So the idea is at least like, if I'm not worried about my own personal finances and keeping my employees happy and, all of that, at least we're doing something good while we're still here. So that's kind of how I feel so good. Thank you for doing that. I did. It makes you feel good too, where you can just pay it forward in a sense. Come to the gym on September 26th and and all of our proceeds for the day passes will be donated to fill little free pantries all over the area. Nice plug. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. What time? Fred, Fred, just remind me. We do we broadcast into the Help Slow Facebook group. What's up, Leah? Hi. Hi to all, all your folks yeah. out there. Yeah. Okay, real, real fast. I want to run through. So, so mother of twins. We already talked about that kind of former journalist. Okay, former college English educator. Um, one of the world's foremost experts on Australian shepherds. It's true. Okay, ah. so, start explaining some things. How, how did all this happen? 
Uh, follow your bliss and think yeah. you want to do something, but adapt to it. So, I mean, basically I went to school to be a vet, got into yeah. animal science, found out I'm really bad at finite math and like calculating feed head days and stuff. <laughs> um, we got a theater minor with one unit short of a major the first year it was offered because I was a theater geek and I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I like coordinating things, which turned into events and also <laughs> decorating climbing walls. Um, <laughs> And I'm, I've always been good with words. So English was an easy way to get in, to get my degree. And then from there, you know, like I worked for the new times for a bit. I worked for, um, oh, I can't think of it. Slow city news. Um, I've done stuff for climbing industry, things like that. Um, but didn't really want to be a real journalist, I guess. I remember having, being sat down by the editor of new times being like, okay. Um, and I was like, that's fine. Um, then I was a, a ranger in Yosemite cause I didn't know what to do, but I liked climbing. Okay. And I did talks and I loved talking and I loved teaching people about whatever right. I knew. So went back to school and became an educator. Do you guys know any of the people in the movie Free Solo? I mean, you oh. do. <laughs> yeah, Alex Honnold's mom came and did a uh, slideshow at our gym. And we all call her Alex Honnold's mom. Alex Honnold's mom. Deirdre. Yeah, no, it's a small world. So we all think it's funny because they're like famous, but they're really just like dorks. You know, yeah. on TV. So. Actually, our head setter used to climb with Alex. At, and, our, and our current Vegas setter climbs with Alex. Yeah, so, you know. When you say used to, I get a little nervous because some, some of those. No, no, he's yeah. fine. They're oh, pregnant. Really? Yay! Go. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah, he just announced it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, no, I just followed it. And then Ishai starts things. So he, we haven't gone to the event business, but he had started the climbing gym, which is how I met him by disparaging it publicly on a forum that I was famous for on because I used oh. to write. Oh. Yes, because I don't like bouldering and I don't like indoor gyms, which is very ironic for someone who runs indoor gyms right. that are primarily bouldering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so he personally invited me because he is the classiest person I've ever met. And oh. we were friends for 10 years and he just needed help because he didn't know how to do the operational whatever. And so I would take his idea and make it work. Yeah. And that's how we got to where we are now is constantly really? him just rent, like, how are we in the current location? Him on his bike, unsatisfied with the existing location. And he found a place and he was like, we're going to have to figure it out. So <laughs> every visionary needs a good implement. Yep. So then we gave him, finally gave him the title that was appropriate after a long time trying to figure out what it was, which is chief business developer, <laughs> because there's always like five or six ideas. He's got to roll around in there. So Something like that. Love it. Right there with you. Yeah. We're talking over again. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, a lot of events. So um we I started doing events a long time ago. I, I wanted to work for Mark Burnett. Uh he's he's the like he does Survivor and Contender and Apprentice and all those shows. Um, but he started out with a show called Eco Challenge, which was a 10-day uh race basically mm. across a country or wherever. Okay. Um, so it's, it's adventure racing. So I'm like, I want to do that. Adventure. And so I'm like, Hmm, how do I do that? So I started working for a company out of Tahoe doing it mm-hmm. and then started doing them here. And, um, and then got into a bunch of other events and, uh, I was, I needed some help. And I said, Kristen, would you like to help this rope section <laughs> or like with volunteers yeah. or this or that? And then we just started working more and more together. And yeah. So well, what's, a, yeah. what's a typical event in this area that you do? What, what is yeah. it? it we are famous for the mud mash for a long time, but mud it turns mash. out that 
10 day build outs and not enough money <laughs> and the amount of stress it took wasn't yeah. worth it. So yeah. we stopped doing those, but we only currently have one local event. Yeah. We have the Morro Bay Triathlon. It's coming up November 14th. Oh, so. there's the lovely pine grass you get as a finisher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the traditional three events? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also with a paddle option. Yeah. So if you don't want to swim in the ocean, you get to paddle. It's the bay. Yeah, I, I used to do the, the salt water. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> used to do the Epi's great race. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that ended with a kayak. And yeah. what was really fun about that one is, you know, you finish with the kayak, so you got to get out of the kayak and run about 40 yards to get to the finish line. And like people's legs were gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! Epi's great adventure. <laughs> one after another. Oh yeah, it's, it's nice. we kind of do that fun. to people too because like the final bit is through soft sands. They have, like there's a video that we were promotion and one of my favorite professors is in it. And he's like, I look like an old man because he's like, trying to look like an old man soft sand, through soft sand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then outside of that, um, we. Yeah, the other events that we do are we have a fundraiser event uh, mm-hmm. for a group called Orangewood Foundation, which is based okay. out of Orange County. Uh, basically, youth that are aged out of the foster system, you know, once they're 18, states like, hey, you're an adult, you can take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. That doesn't usually happen. Uh, so Orangewood Foundation provides a lot of funding, job training, job placement, housing, all kinds of things like that. So we've been putting on kind of uh, these glam adventure races as fundraisers on Catalina. And uh, this past year it was in Newport, uh, Newport beach area. Um, and then we also have an adventure race we did uh, this year. It went from mammoth to Bishop. That was a pretty cool race. That was uh, 150 miles, 36 hours. And then, and no, they but, don't sleep. They just, well, when, you're, when you're done, you're just in Bishop. Yeah, yeah, you, you finish in park in Bishop. Bishop City Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. Wow, <laughs> the, the nice uh, part of Bishop. Got it. I mean, we yeah. get we get like Bishop's awesome. We get this. There's a Owens River Gorge, and uh, we have permission to rappel down into it, which blows my mind. Yeah. So it's just that when we're talking about audacious things, like I still can't believe that DWP let us do it. Yeah, and so. then uh, this year we actually got selected uh, by United States Adventure Racing Association. It's kind of like a sanctioning body insurance and all that stuff uh, for adventure racing. And so we're going to be putting on national championships in 2022 out in California. So when do you guys sleep? They don't. No, she said when we sleep. Oh, no, when do you, you guys, we, yeah. Mm. Go getters get stuff done. It's, it's, I don't think it's healthy, but that's what we are. <laughs> it's not for everybody. I got some neighbors that just hang out all day and I'm like, I really should do more of that, but. <laughs> but we're bad like like when everything was closed down we didn't know what to do we're just like out like puttering and trying to fix stuff in the yard like, <laughs> you can't stop so, it's bro- wow. we're broken all right Kristen, i have a quick question for you can you talk talk to us a little bit about automation Ooh, <laughs> what, what prompts this question ron <laughs> dang it you always sell me out <laughs> Well, well, I saw a recent post about actually it was a guest blog that you did. The Zapier blog, yeah. I was, right. I was like, I don't want to assume things, but yeah, I'm on top of culture. I, I was kind of a massive nerd as a kid, and so I was doing HTML programming and things like that before it was cool. Right, <laughs> you, you might have when I was not cool. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find people to do D and D with me because that was definitely not cool. Which is not so cool. ironic because now it's like everybody wants to play that, and I'm like. I don't have time. <laughs> oh, yes. All of our employees do. Anyway, 
<laughs> Wait, um, is that Dungeons and Dragons? Is that yes, what? my friend. Yes. Okay. But you're the engineer. You shouldn't ask questions. Uh, I, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so my whole thing is is well, okay. One of the things that I did when I was a kid is work for the Australian Shepherd Club of America as like, sorry, it's embarrassing. It's a really big organization. It's like the world's single largest single breed club and it does registration and it has its own like competitions and programs. It's international. And by the time I was 26, I was on the board of directors as their treasurer and literally nobody knew what they're doing. So I learned about auditing and I learned because it was in the middle of a really bad period. And so people showed up and it was a great opportunity because at that time, the people that were in my organization with me that were on the board were like uh, corporate attorneys and um, executives from Hewlett Packard and things like that. And so they were like, okay, we need to clean things up. And they taught me how to iterate and they taught me how to like redesign a form. So it doesn't take, cause they had to do hand forms, right? Everyone was still mm-hmm. before. So it was like redesign the form so that it follows the programming and redesign the form so that it doesn't take as much time. So I think about, how much a second will save if I fix a problem. So our operations, which nobody sees, right, are so automated. It isn't even mm-hmm. funny. And I use a lot of tech behind there where you're like, oh, it's a climbing gym. And it's funny because that's the one pushback we get a lot from employees is they're like, well, I don't want to use your software because I use Asana, which my yoga instructor will tell me it's Asana. So, which I think is made out of Cal Poly. Oh, originally. Asana is? Mm-hmm. It was because when Poncho oh. gave it to us and he was like, you need to use it, it was a Cal Poly experimental thing. Anyway. I- didn't know that. Anyway, um, but between those things, Zapier and I just acquired I just acquired a new software called Cinch that basically automates all my mind body stuff. Nice. It's beautiful. And like it yeah. it saves hours and hours and hours and hours. And it also takes away all of the worst things that you hate doing. Right. If you can just figure it out. And I know that there's this barrier to entry, but my my mission in life is to like show people that you can like work smarter instead of harder so that if you're not broken like me, you could go play Dungeons and Dragons in your free time. <laughs> or if you are broken like me, you could start another business or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, I, I, I would so volunteer to uh, to sit down and, and, and be taught how to automate some, some of the things. That I'm I apparently an Asana ambassador and they have a whole kit on how to do it as like an outreach corporate thing, but I haven't gotten around to it. So if you, you guys have the platform, if you want me to, I will put one on at some point. <laughs> So. That would honestly be great. I mean, I, I, you know, learning how to act, I don't know, operations is something I think about all the time mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, right? But, um, and I'm always thinking, oh, I should write how we do this, you know, in case I get hit by the bus tomorrow, people will know how we do this. But you're going a step further. It's like, no, not only this is how we do this. Now you don't have to do it anymore. Cause I just clicked that button. And and on the bus thing, there is, that's the, actually the original start is that, that, was, that was it's us. because he had his institutional knowledge for like events or rock climbing. And then he would have to go yeah. away for whatever. And then oh. my workload would double and I wouldn't know what to do. And then I was like, you know, if Ishai dies at an event, I don't really know what we're going to do. So a lot of that stuff, you really did have to yeah. cross train it. I maximized the crap out of Google. Yes. We're, like it was, it was funny. Like before when they were talking about how like they'd never use zoom, like we are totally zoom yeah. people right. well before the pandemic, we were under yeah. corporate. Yeah. Awesome. All staff Shared meetings on Google zoom. docs, Google, Google workspace. And, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, and, and people don't, um, I, I guess we didn't talk about this from the beginning, but so, um, Kristen in her CEO position and, and me, a similar position. Um, we both, we, we geeked out on a LinkedIn chat one day. And yeah, that's, how, that's how we decided we had like things in common that would be fun for us to talk about. I don't know if anybody else is entertained, but you know, I am. So 
<laughs> is that Steve? <laughs> Steve! What's up, Steve? <laughs> they know to crack. Snuggling his dog. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, man. That's Lloyd. Is that a puggle? Yes, is it, it is. Yeah. I'm in dirt. I'm in dirt. I can't see anything. How old is he? Uh, 98. 98. <laughs> and doctors. Now he's going to talk. I'm going to mute. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, good. So I'm, I'm just waiting for one of our kids to come in and be like, I want this. I want that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so far, Cinderella's holding them. Oh. Yeah. No problem. Oh, they're watching. Is it the new Cinderella? No, the book one. No, this is the oh. cartoon Cinderella. No, two. you can't undo the good I, things. I tried. I tried. And they're all, we want this. Oh, the new Cinderella. Mm. The live one. Oh, they, literally, the writer sat down and said, any, any, any problem you have with the current one, let's just like explain right. that away. Okay. Even the glass even, slippers. Because yeah, like, how do you walk in glass slippers? Mm. They, they, uh, they definitely worked on that one. I'm like, thank you. Okay. Yeah, and they don't get married in the end because it, getting married is not the end of your journey. She's going to so go off and like get a right? career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. I don't know. Like recently, it's, recently. it's a 2021. It's not, it's not Amazon Prime. Yeah, we've we've been we keep coming on across it and like nah, maybe. Oh not. no, it's it's, it's meant for our generation. Yeah. It's got all cover music covers for us and right. Uh, the music covers are like yeah. Fine, all right. I'm a zennial, yeah. so I'm going to claim millennial today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, zennial mean like like between X and millennial. I'm not. I'm not quite there. So, I did dial up tech support. As I'm a, a 79er, quality. so I'm like my okay. Name. We're 80s. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> well. Oh yeah, Steve, quit bugging her. Leave her alone. <laughs> You're not married yet. Keep this is the best up. Zoom I've ever seen. I figured it was going to be us with like rats cruising around in the back distracting you, but no. Uh, you win. Well, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you know yeah. Steve at all. I can only imagine the things he's doing right now. So anyway. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Well, hey, you guys, I, I really appreciate all the time you spent with us. Um, one thing that we always try to do before we end is, you know, if, if people want to reach out to you about your climbing gym or anything else like that, what's like two best ways for people to find you? Email, LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay. Email. Like yeah. email, what, what's a good address? Spell um, your name. Okay. <laughs> Y-I-S-H-A-I at thepadclimbing.org. And it's key.org. You emailed me at .com, but I still yeah. got it because I'm slick. Oh, um, we have that also. And I'm Kristen with an I. Kristen with an I. <laughs> Don't yeah. spam us. I have an assistant. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Sean. This far, if they watch this far, they're not spamming you, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. You know. But if anybody is interested in uh, getting involved with climbing, yeah. yeah, we have some interesting projects happening. We do have yeah. some kind of projects. excited. So we'll right. See. Yeah. Right. Well, and I can't wait to hear about the next uh, uh, event when you guys have that going on. Morrow Bay Try. What? No, what date? Uh, October or November fourteenth. Yeah, November and then 14th. you guys have your thing on the 26th, right? At your gym? Yeah. Help slow, go fill the little free pantries and go check us out. And proceeds are going to yeah. go to little free pantries. So our, our rotary group's been doing that yeah. uh, a oh, little cool. bit too. So is, is it Gregory? Is it easy? Yeah. Greg Gillette. Gillette? Yeah, Greg Gillette. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Right on. Well, that's good. There's so, much, so many um, themes in common here. It's really yeah, cool. That's why we geeked. Yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> These are attorneys. Greg, too. <laughs> 
yeah well uh we, we sure do appreciate you all and um you know i think somewhere down the line hopefully when there's a nice turnaround in vegas and some of these uh, things that are going through legislation end up being in your favor and all that i i'd like to like to have you back and and say boy you guys were sweating it out you know six months or a year ago and, and how's it going now i'd love yeah. to have that so yeah i hope yeah. that you were correct because this is i'm getting tired <laughs> Crystal ball is usually pretty spot on, so yeah, try. We'll get there. Thank you, guys. It was really yeah. nice. Thank you. It was really fun. Thank yeah, you. Well, hey, not everybody. Everybody. That's uh, fun. Yeah, we used to drink. Right now, that's what we used to do. We don't do that. Anymore. I got water. I, <laughs> I ran out of water. My mouth is like so dry. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I can't cheers. Lavender essential oils from my culture coach told me. Oh, there you go. Shout out to Sarah LaForest <laughs> and the Small Business Development Center. Yeah. Who taught us about culture? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to do this this kind of stuff in person sometime. And I swear to God, my yeah. kids when they hear about your guys' yeah. place and the goats and the dogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, well the pad is a good place. Yeah. The goats are not Hi. at the pad. Just to be clear, sure sometimes they are. The pad is a gateway well, to the house. They well. have been at the pad. <laughs> <laughs> They're not usually at the pad. If they were at the top at the pad, then I would really have questions. <laughs> I bet Zay's David tries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, Well, th- thank you so much, you too. Really appreciate Thanks, it. guys. Yeah. Hi, Fred. We never saw you either. But There's I- a, you know, anything else we can do put out there for you guys, let us know. You know thank you so much. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for all the sharing that you guys did. I mean, I, I think we're going to have a record number of viewers today. Honestly. Yay! I mean, it always feels dorky, but I know what it's for. So, of course, I'm going to. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, look at me, look at me. But it does help right. to spread. So. Hey, look, look at all of us. All right. And I have to I have to plug Ava really quick because she got on to the YouTube, my daughter. So, hi, Yay, Ava. She said hey, Ava. All right. Happy birthday, right? No. Oh, I thought you said it was her She was birthday. watching on YouTube. Uh, I thought it was her birthday. I can't remember. I saw the chat. I just read it right. And oh. his little twin. So. Oh, you just said she's 15. I thought it was like today for some reason. <laughs> Happy existing at 15, Ava. Yeah. <laughs> Happy unbirthday yeah. to you because too. Yeah. I tried. She didn't let me pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> One of our kids is 15. Yeah. That's 15. Oh. I love that. He's 15. That's, that's I what I think. It. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, thanks so much. Take care. uh, Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Heidi. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you, guys. Sorry about that. Sorry about that.